Melanie Cole welcomes Dr. Holly Lucille and Mindful Medicine on Radio MD. Do you suffer from heartburn? Do you feel that after you eat? Do you reflexively go for that little purple pill? Do you go to your Zantac or to any of these proton pump inhibitors? Well, you might want to think twice about those because today we have Dr. Holly Lucille, as we do every Tuesday. Tell us about heartburn remedies. You are a naturopath. So we want to talk about ways to fight heartburn without resorting to those proton pump inhibitors, which Dr. Holly, I'm learning, have more and more wicked side effects. Yeah, they do. And, you know, this is a really important segment, um, as all of them are. But, you know, one of the things uh, in medicine we always weigh is the risk-benefit ratio when we're talking about um, an intervention versus what the person is experiencing. And from what I've seen in my clinical practice, and certainly now coming out more and more, as you said in the research, is that these agents, and listen, my parents are both pharmacists, and I have had some things happen where I was very, very happy that there is Western reductionistic uh, conventional medicine available to me in the form of here, take this, okay? Shattered my shoulder, um, had a really odd volvular twist and had to be, you know, emitted from the ER. And there are places for this style of medicine. When we're talking about digestion and we're talking about maldigestion, we've got to be able to identify and treat the cause because the risk-benefit ratio of putting yourself on one of those agents chronically, okay, maybe two, three days, um, just fine. Chronically, the risk outweighs the benefits. And that, to me, is just bad medicine. Well, it certainly is. So what do you want us to do when people start to suffer heartburn? Now, there are, first of all, some preventive lifestyle behaviors, things you can do to prevent heartburn, like not eating right before you lie down and go to bed. And yep. if, you, if you know that spicy food is what attacks you, those kinds of things, give us some of these. Well, the other thing, too, is just think about it. A lot of times we overeat and our cells are just completely overwhelmed. So we can't digest the food that we, first of all, we don't chew, okay? Um, I don't think, I know I have very extensive and very expensive education, but I tell you, I don't think there's one patient that rolls out of my office without a recommendation sheet that says chew on it because it is just so important. It helps the entire endocrine system, the entire digestive system from our teeth down uh, do a better job in handling and assimilating these nutrients that we so desperately need to have every other part of our body working and working well, all pistons firing. And so eating less for sure uh, eating and chewing your food, having food that actually is appealing to your nose and your eyes. It's called the cephalic stage of digestion. That can help digest because what we're happening here, heartburn, people say, oh, too much acid. I say, by and large, no, it's not enough acid or it's that the acid that is there that we need to break down proteins and to absorb our trace minerals is getting pushed up because of the bloat and the gas of undigested food. Well, I also learned recently with one of my hospital shows, Dr. Holly, that that acid, I used to think that that, you know, also helped with digestion. And he basically, a GI guy said, well, it, it does more than that and that it helps to kill the bacteria that might otherwise infect our systems and that that acid is just so important. We need it so much. And if you look at um, the long-term side effects, and I got to tell you, my mom was on Prilosec for a long, long time and she had every single thing happened to her. Uh, gallbladder disease, gallbladder out. Severe osteopenia, osteoporosis. <clears throat> you don't, you cannot absorb those trace minerals that are so important to good bone health and every other thing like thyroid function. 
that we have going on in our bodies. And so the risk-benefit ratio, especially, especially, especially when there's so many other things to do to, one, prevent, and also, two, to treat if you do have this experience of this burning. You've got to be able to use least invasive methods first to diagnose and treat. That's the way to go when we're looking at our modern-day world. What do you think about apple cider vinegar a lot of people talk about? Yeah, it's great. It actually is very, very effective. Take a table, tablespoon of apple cider vinegar prior to meals. It enhances digestive juices. Um, pretty benign as far as its side effects, and a lot of people really uh, have a great effect with that. That's awesome, you know, and it's I love the taste of it. And if you mix it with a little honey, for people that don't necessarily like it, I like it, but if you mix it with a little honey, it makes kind of a nice little, you know, shot. Now, you also mentioned eating paleo, and, you know, you talked about chewing. Give us some of these, Dr. Holly. Tell us what we can do. The paleo part, and, you know, I think that's a buzzword at this point in time. I like to stay away from them because I do believe, though, decreasing, uh, especially genetically modified and... um, uh, our, our our Western agriculturally uh, uh, processed wheat and uh, grains, corn as well. Uh, I've seen a lot of digestion when you say plant strong, okay, therefore nutrient dense. Um, because it's kind of like it, you are what you feed almost. So if you've got bacteria down there or, or candida or non-candida yeast and you've got a diet that's full of refined sugars, including starchy grains, um, sometimes we just feed that population of bad stuff, right? If we are do eating prebiotics, right? So that's all the fiber, the fructooligosaccharides that we can find in the inulin that we find in plants, right? Uh, that is actually feeding our good stuff. And it is a turf war down there. And our good bacteria really drives uh, a lot of our digestive uh, processes. And so that's extremely important. So the paleo part is eating clean, I would say, eat as local as possible, eat as organic as possible, um, and stay plant-strong, therefore nutrient-dense. Wow, that's really, really, really good advice. Now, what about betaine HCL at the oh, beginning of meals? HCL. Betaine. So this is, yep, this is really kind of counterintuitive. People would say, well, I have this acid feeling. Why am I going to take betaine HCL, which is hydrochloric acid? And I, so in, from a clinical perspective, I said, no, I actually think that you have hypo or achlorhydria, which means there's not enough acid. And believe it or not, 99.9% of the time I'm right. And I can confirm it in my practice doing several different tests, but sometimes I'll just have somebody trial it. Um, I ask them to, you, you can get this at your health food store or online, um, betaine HCL, hydrochloric acid. I have them take one capsule before meals the first day. If there's no burning sensation, then the next day they go up to two. The next day, if there's no burning sensation, they go up to three per meal. And when I get them to four, if they haven't felt that, I have them stay there for a bit. But this tells me, if you have enough hydrochloric acid and you put in more, you'll feel it. It's like, oh, too much. Okay, that wasn't my problem. But a lot of people then, all of a sudden, their bloat goes away. You know, I mean, I don't know how many women come into my practice and their stomachs are distended and they can't stand it because it's messing with their wardrobe. It's messing with the idea that they have about their figure. And it's it's simply gas from undigested food products. So replenishing hydrochloric acid is extremely important. And it's a good trial. There's no harm in trying because you could actually figure out something that you think is the opposite of what's going on. What about things like spicy food, Dr. Holly? Do they contribute to heartburn? Certainly can. I mean, you know, it depends on how the integrity of our mucosal lining is. 
um, you know, a lot of people will complain of spicy foods or different sensitivities, and a lot of times it's because their gut needs some healing. For that, I just made this big, big, big crock pot full of bone broth uh, this weekend. It's great. It's fall weather. It's time to do it. I sip on that uh, just kind of to restore that um, uh, that intestinal lining. Glutamine does that as well. It's a preferred fuel for those enterocytes of our intestines. Um, and and that's, that's really important because a lot of times it's just saying, hey, I, I can't, uh, I can't really take too much, too vulnerable. DGL, deglycerized licorice. When you chew on it, there's products that you can chew on it, uh, that, and it's, it's in a little capsule form. It doesn't have the, the, it's deglycerized. So it's not, it doesn't have the glycerinic acid. Um, that increases mucin. Therefore, it coats your stomach in. That's great for ulcers. And it's great if you're feeling that burn. Well, we're just out of time, Dr. Holly, and what great information. As you said, they're all important, but some are have, have a little rise to the top because heartburn is suffered by so, so many people, and you can listen to Dr. Holly every Tuesday right here at around 11.30 a.m. Central Time, 12.30 Eastern. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening, and stay well. <music> 